January 22nd. Welcome back to Edgework. I'm Zach Phillips, joined here today by So Money, Alex B. Smith. And today we'll be breaking down everything that's going on in the NHL tonight. Six games on the slate, so we'll get into each of those. Give out our best bets for the ones that we've got there as well. Recap this weekend a little bit. Look ahead to this week. 2,000 subscribers here on the Edgework channel over the weekend, so thank you to everyone who subscribed here to the channel. We do appreciate that. That's not where we're going to stop, though. We'll continue 5,000 next, 10,000 after that. I want to keep this going. So while you're here watching, if you're new, if you've been here before, hit that like button, subscribe, turn on notifications so you don't miss anything. But before we can get into the show today, before we can recap the Leafs-Canucks game on Saturday nights that everyone was waiting for, I want to remind people that today's show, as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props so you can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Make sure to download the app today. It is available on iOS, Android, as well as on the web. Check it out there. And if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. You can either search that one up or find that link in the description of the show here. Anything through there does help support us. I see a question here right away. JH saying, where's Zach getting the hot chips ready? I got to go and get those. We will have the stream here on the Edgework channel throughout this week of me eating the hot chip live on camera. But uh, yeah, JH, I did make it here this morning. Yes, I am dreading the hot chip with so many. How did you feel Saturday night watching that game? I, I was waving the white flag after the first period. I thought it was over. There's no team. There's no shot this team even makes it close with the Leafs here. They did. They made it a little bit uncomfortable for you. But ultimately, you get it done. You get the win. How are you feeling? And what were your thoughts on that game on Saturday? I was feeling good the whole time. I and there was a there was a time I was a bit concerned. I was in your I was in your stream for a bit. I was watching uh, all of you guys melting down, which was which was which which was fun to see. Um, of course, when I had to leave, that's when the when the leaves started coming back. Right then you uh, then you tweeted at me with your congratulations when it was way too early. Right, so so that just. Um, that got me going a little bit, um, but yeah, and I, I mean, once uh, um, once the Canucks took the lead back, I was uh, I was feeling good that uh, this, that this this version of the Canucks weren't gonna give it back again. So it was um, it it was good. It was good. I felt good, and I'm looking forward to um, to uh, what you're gonna go through in the next little bit here. Yeah, it's gonna be a little bit tough. I was saying on the stream too, like this is going to be something I'm gonna have to battle through the fact that. Uh, the Leafs not only lose this game, we're dealing with the fact that I just don't think they're a great team this year. And now on top of that, I'm going to have to eat this chip uh, because the Canucks take it to them. But I mean, so many we talked about, you said you knew that this team, this Canucks team wasn't going to blow that lead once they regained it and took it back. You could tell right away that they came out and were like, yeah, we're not going to lose this game. You got 4-3 going into the second intermission and under talk it, the way that they play, the way that they played all year this year, it's like that that thing was over. Uh, and from the Leafs' perspective, I didn't think that they were going to be able to mount the comeback from down three goals, uh, just based on the combination of their lack of ability to fight back and the Canucks' ability to shut things down and get these wins here. But ultimately, they do. It's an exciting game from what it was in the first period where it felt like it might be a 7 8 nothing Canucks win. They do climb, climb back and make that one interesting. But hot chip challenge coming up here 
on the show over the next and, uh, over this week. Yeah, and and then if you look at the totality of that game too, right? Like I I didn't think the Leafs played that poorly, right? Like you and they they uh, they uh, they came they came out poor. Like the Canucks just blitzed them from the beginning, right? Which which is concerning if you're a Leafs fan. Like like I don't know why you didn't come out strong in that game, right? But um. But the Canucks did let up too, right? So like, and that's concerning for a Canucks fan. Like, why did you let up, right? So, yeah. I mean, it was if like overall, I thought the Leafs played well enough to win. They just didn't get off to a good start, right? And so again, there are still problems with the Canucks. Like, it's not a perfect team, um, but they do have kind of that that gumption in the locker room where they are able to kind of. Um, fight back and like get and like get over the hump in these kind of games where in the past they just weren't able to well it's almost as though they've kind of taken on the identity of rick talkett the guy yeah. behind the bench there and his mindset from even back when he was playing so surprise surprise that this team was going to get pissed off and say yeah we're not losing this one uh alex you were watching more from afar you didn't have as much involved in that one as so money and i did as much on the line but uh just from outside observer and that canucks leafs game what other were there other games there on the weekend that you were uh you were kind of keenly taking a uh um approach to watching there and uh, on that saturday no i mean i did watch like i said i watched a good amount of that lease and Canucks game because i was hoping for a draw i had the the draw in that contest and like i said so in, you know kind of expecting a little bit of back and forth because that's just what we see from the leafs against anybody on a saturday it doesn't seem like there's ever really i can't it's hard to recall oh there's been a blowout on a saturday involving the leafs it's usually like they have they jump out to a lead and then they blow it or they're down to nothing and they come back and the game goes to ot or a shootout and then they find a way to more than likely kind of lose if they get into the extra time but uh yeah so i was just hoping for, to get a point out of both teams but it was a fun back and forth contest and you know uh you know so money said this about a month ago that the canucks are winning games that they would have been losing in the last two three four years prior and that's another one that you can kind of put on that list too. That's a game that the Canucks probably don't come back in and get that lead and hold it, or it ends up getting they get the two goal lead and then they blow that lead and then that game goes overtime. So yeah, we're seeing those patterns kind of stay the same for Toronto, but then we're seeing those things change for a team like Vancouver, and that has to be frustrating for Leafs fans when you're playing against a team that you didn't think Vancouver was going to be this good at this point of the year, and now here they are, you know, playing the way that Toronto should be playing. Uh, when you look at the calendar and, it, and it's mid-January, two weeks before the All-Star break. So that's got to be the frustrating part. But it's, it's a good hockey game. There's been a lot of great close battles. It wasn't the best of weekends for me, but uh, from a fan standpoint, there's been some really good hockey to view. And, you know, we're kind of starting to see the tide kind of shift a little bit because we're seeing this little trend of lower scoring once again. But keep in mind, as I mentioned, we're, you know, getting right into that uh, stretch where we're getting for the all-star break. Yes, all the, the top players who are going to Toronto, they're going to be, you know, getting ready for, you know, their weekends and different things. But all the other guys who aren't going to the all-star games, they got their vacation plans. I'm sure a lot of them are trying to get in some warmer weather, and we might see some different, uh, different style of hockey played in the next week and the coming weeks leading up to the break than we were seeing from this previous week. Well, Alex mentioned there, maybe not the best weekend for himself and was not the best weekend for the edge recruit in terms of Saturday best bets that were given out. As a team, we do go one and four on the day there. Our only win comes from the uh, Kings money line who beat the Rangers two to one on Saturday night. But that does bring our overall record on the season to 198, 195 and five. That's 398 bets so far this year. 
That's a 6.3% ROI for the team as well. So we'll look to continue that here today. Uh, get things back on track after that one and four weekend. We'll start to turn things around here tonight. We do have six games ahead of us. We'll get into each of those. Give out best bets for tonight. If you do have questions, send them in the chat there throughout the show. We'll try to answer them at the very end. We will go through all six games. If you want to see our picks from today, you want to see them over the past week, month, or just this season, you can check that out in the BetStamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. So head on over there, but let's get underway for tonight's games, and we will first and foremost start in New Jersey with the Devils hosting the Vegas Golden Knights. New Jersey here tonight, minus 120. You see the uh, the Golden Knights coming in on the road, plus 109, and a total of six as of right now. So, Money, what are your thoughts on this game, whether it be side or total? Sorry, I was just confirming something. So, um, Vanacek is getting... Um is going to be starting in goal. He had a he's 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 coming off a nice game there previously against Columbus where where he did play well, but that doesn't that doesn't hide the fact that um he um that he was um uh, he's been struggling most of the season, right? And um I don't think he's the he's the he's the better option there. So we can go ahead and lock in Vegas. Um, I did play them earlier. I'm a little surprised um, that they are going with Vanacek. Um, they had, they did make some um, some uh, uh, changes on like the defensive pairing as well. From and, and it's coming out at the morning skate um, just a few minutes ago. So yeah, we can. Um, these are a couple of teams that I feel are going in the in in a different direction here. We talked about Vegas a couple of weeks ago, or even last week that. Um, they were struggling and I wanted to give them some time um, to kind of see if they can get out of it just because they are the cup champs. So they do get a lot more rope with me. Um, and we are seeing that they they have come out of it. Um, they're starting to play very well. Um, still still some still some injury concerns, um, but uh, Logan, Logan Thompson has, uh, has uh, found his game now, right? And um, he's someone that um, He's someone that I was high on very last. Um, I was I was very high on last year um, coming into the season, and um, it looks like he's kind of after after his injuries, after his time off. It looks like he's slowly starting to find his find his way in the league, which is which is always nice to see, especially when you're talking to me about 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 young goalies. I I like watching them. I like watching them come come into their own. So I think we're 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 seeing that in Thompson and. And these wins for the for uh, Vegas here, they were they were legitimate wins, right? They um, um all of these games like it wasn't it wasn't just a scoreboard game. They they did deserve to win that game. So I am liking the way that they're playing. Um, I'm seeing a dip in the Devils' play, and um, that's a, that's where where the edge is coming in for me right now. So um, anything anything plus money on Vegas is where I'm at right now. All right, perfect. Well, if you shop around, there are plus money everywhere. So we're going to grab best price in market there at Pinnacle plus 109, but there is widely available plus money. So don't worry about that. If you're watching now, if you watch 30 minutes from now, if you're listening back on podcasts, it is out there. Uh, Alex, are you going to take a similar approach? Do you have a different way to attack this one tonight? I'm, I'm leaning actually toward the draw in this. I, I think this could be a closer battle. You at Vegas uh, starting a road trip uh, going up against the New Jersey team. We've seen them with some kind of sloppy wins against some uh, you know lesser competition. You know, had a close game against uh, you know Montreal. I've seen a close uh, couple of close games with them. Um, you know, uh, against the losing to the Habs. 
uh, you know, had a kind of a slower paced uh, game against the Bruins, ended up losing that game late, blowing up, uh, you know, a game gets blown wide open in the third period. They lose that game three nothing. So I could see this being a closer battle, and that's the kind of the way that a lot of these cross conference games will go, especially we see them later and later in the year where both teams just need points. If it's tied at 2-2 with about five minutes left, we're not going to start seeing a whole lot of physical body checking. You're not going to see teams uh, risk putting themselves, uh, you know, uh, you know, into a, a penalty-killing situation and then giving up a goal, and then you go home with zero points here. So this was definitely one of those games I feel like could have a good pace early and then just completely come to a halt late. And uh, taking the draw here, seeing plus 333 at Caesars, plus 324 at Pinnacle, uh, I think this definitely could go past uh, 60 minutes. Do you want to go full unit, half unit? How is how this? Be a half unit. All right, half, half unit plus three thirty-three there at Caesars uh, on the regulation time draw between New Jersey and Vegas. Also going to grab the Vegas Golden Knights um, money line plus one hundred nine there as well. So two plays in the first game of the day. Five more to go here. We'll continue to break these down. I do want to give a reminder to people or a notice to people in the chat here as well. You guys asked. You commented on the videos. You commented on Twitter tweeted at us dm us whatever it was looking for discords if you didn't catch rob's stream on saturday night or on sunday night there as well we have launched not a discord but a new community feature here for people in the hammer as well it's called the go if you go over to the hammer.bet slash the nails you'll find us in there you can join the community to join conversations across all of our different channels as well as the main community there so make sure to check that out that's the hammer.bet slash the nails we'll send the link in the description here as well for people to go check out but that is uh that is up and running now you guys asked we delivered we found a new way to bring uh try to bring this community together so make sure to give us reviews on there let us know what you think but that is underway now continue on with the games here tonight we'll continue to go in order here the Boston Bruins hosting the Winnipeg Jets. Boston minus 130, Winnipeg plus 120 here tonight. We see a total right now of five and a half. Alex, what are your thoughts on uh, where this total is currently sitting at? Do you have an opinion on the side, uh, or is there any way that you're going to get involved from betting perspective? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I have to heavily lean toward Boston in this because you look at the series histories, it's absolutely insane, especially in Boston. The Bruins have won 18 of the last 20 meetings uh with the, the jets organization i think that's actually kind of going all the way back even when they were the atlanta thrashes still uh so that's that's a long long time uh of a, of a team going to a certain spot and just having uh their struggles there and this is a bruins team that you trust a little bit more at home than you do on the road laying this cheap of a price you're not going to really get too many chances laying anything in the dollar twenty dollar forty range uh, with Boston, even though they're playing another first place team, I don't think this is going to be one of those spots where uh, Winnipeg comes out and bullies Boston around. That's one thing I've, I've noticed about the Jets team: as good as they are and as skilled as they are, they don't have that necessarily try to beat you down mentality like they once had when Paul Maurice was there. They have the bigger bodies, but you see them kind of get pushed around a little bit more than when, say, three or eight, four years ago, they were the ones doing most of the physicality. That being said, I like Boston here in this spot. And this is a, uh, within my range where I'll lay the dollar thirty here uh, on the Bruins. Bruins money line minus one thirty. There we'll take second game of the day. We continue on with another money line. So money, uh, what are your thoughts on this game side or total? Yeah, the um, <clears throat> the market moved uh, Boston here earlier than I wanted, so I'm a little annoyed to be honest um, because I did miss out the number that I wanted on Bruins. But um, I do agree with Alex's thoughts. I think that um, that. Uh, the Bruins are the bet here. 
Um, we talked about this last week um, with the with the Bruins, um, where I felt that they were so close to breaking out offensively, right? Like I was just, they were right there. I was just waiting. Of course, we played the over against the Devils, um, and that was a 3 nothing game. But after that, um, they put up nine goals, put up five goals, right? So um, they are they are breaking out um and um and what we were talking about with them is is uh is coming to fruition here um they are playing a winnipeg team that does profile as as an under team um i am starting to see some signs of concern with the jets play here um they're not as tight defensively um Hellebeck is um is um kind of bailing them out more than than, than than he has in previous games, so I do expect the Jets to um, start start struggling here a bit, and that combined with where I see Boston um, just um, on in the process now of really taking off. So I will pass begrudgingly pass um, at this point. I think that um, in the minus one thirties, it's out of my range, um, but if we can get it into the mid minus one twenties or obviously better at the low minus 120s I do it but um, it is Boston for me um, just um, trying to see if I can if I can pick off a better number since the market already moved it on me all right fair enough well not there for so many right now but it is for Alex so we will lock that in at the minus 130 but not too far off from where we need it to be for it to be a double best bet but again we will recap all the bets at the very end of the show so don't worry about that if you didn't miss anything or you're wondering about games that were covered earlier we will recap all of them at the very very end but continuing on here tonight we got Moretto's Nashville Predators against Moretto's Florida Panthers here tonight <laughs> I know this is this is he's betting on the draw here tonight and hoping that this thing goes 30 rounds in the shootout and they everyone calls it a tie they walk away with other points uh the Predators plus 111 hosting Florida the Panthers coming in minus 122 right now in a total of six six and a halfs out there somewhere but those will be juiced to the under you can see those kind of heavily juiced to the under on some of those books so money what are your thoughts on this game is there anything for for bets that you've got here or is this maybe just a cheer for Moretto's tie well we're not cheering for anything Moretto wants um <laughs> but um I think that we've we've gotten to fair market here um I do like Florida I think that um my thoughts on Nashville in general are no secret um I'm still waiting for we're seeing signs of it which is nice but I'm still waiting for Nashville to um really start really start struggling so and I think it's it is it it is imminent. It's going to happen soon, um, but but for tonight, um, I think that Florida in the in the mid minus one twenties is where they should be. Um, I think it's fair. If if where where my target on Florida was was um, minus one seventeen, so um, that's 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 where I needed. If we see any sort of a dip throughout the day. Um, I'll be the one gobbling up the rest of the Florida Florida prices there. All right, well, so many. I don't know if you took into account the dad's trip yeah, for Florida. Big Walt's going to be getting a bump. Charles saying that this is worth 10 cents to the line. I don't know if that was factored in at all, or maybe that one's already actually being bet in from where you had it at the number you were looking for. So uh, maybe, maybe something to consider. Alex, is this uh, something that came across your desk this morning you took note of? 
No, but I mean, it's a, it's a good thing to look at. The dad's trip has been very strong with a lot of teams. I think the Vegas Golden Knights have the best dad's trip record in, in the NHL. St. Louis not too far behind on that. So that's something that I will look at. It's not going to completely move the needle, but it's something to also look into when you're talking about this is a one kind of trip uh, road game after the end of a five-game homestand where they lost for the last five. So getting away from Florida may be the best thing and, you know, you know, having a little, you know, bonding time with the dads, that may be something to kind of shake the momentum up for this Florida team. You guys joked about uh, Moreto wanting to draw. That wouldn't be a horrible look either. Florida has gone past regulation in three of the last five games. But I like totals here. I like goals. So I'm actually going to split up uh, like a half unit each on the first period over one and a half, minus 125. And I'll also be on that over six, uh, minus a dollar ten. All right. First period over, we're going to go half unit on that, and then the half unit as well on the over six there. So two best bets in this one will lock in uh, half unit on each. So first period over, one and a half, minus 119, and then for the full game, the over six, minus 106. There you go. Lots of bets for uh, for everyone today. We start off the week strong here. We'll be absolutely firing at the board. Now, as we lock these in here quickly, sorry, in the background, we'll continue to move on. We got a few more games left. Again, if people have questions about the games that are going on here tonight or if there's anything you want to see covered more, you have questions about, make sure to send them in there. We will try to answer, but we are going through every game here today, so don't worry because next up we got the Arizona Coyotes plus 133 hosting the Penguins. Pittsburgh coming in minus 140 best price available on a total of six at books like Pinnacle. You can see some six and a halves out there as well. Uh, Alex, what are your thoughts on this game? The Coyotes hosting Pittsburgh here tonight uh, and where the side and the total currently set at. Yeah, you know, this, uh, Arizona team has been kind of just seemingly kind of teetering right now. You know, what we saw from them in their first kind of their first kind of month or two, the burst that they had to me, okay, they could be a team that's going to just hang around and, you know, should be a wild card contender. Maybe if they really made a boost or made some trades in the, you know, by the deadline time, they could be in that third spot in the central. And now it's kind of starting to seem like, okay, maybe this team's regressing back to where they were supposed to be, just the middle of the road contender in the Central, uh, not a team that's going to just hang around and do too much in the West. That being said, in this contest, uh, taking on a Penguins team that they've struggled against for a very long time, they've uh, lost the last 12 meetings against them. Uh, I would not be running to the window to bet Arizona. If anything, it would be uh, Penguins or pass, but it's definitely just going to be a pass for me. And so, Money, do you have anything here? Are you passing as well? I'll be passing. Um, I do agree with Alex here. Um, Arizona, we're we're seeing them kind of dip, and it's been happening for a for for a while now, which is not which is not entirely entirely surprising. We'll see um, where they kind of um, if they can recover a bit here to challenge for the wild card. But um, and Pittsburgh's a team where I've been high on all year, so um, I think and they have been Pittsburgh have been playing well um, for the most part. Um, it wasn't a great game in 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 Vegas for them the other night, but for the most part, they are they are playing well. So I think the line is fair in the in in the mid minus one forties into the in, into the one fifties. I think that that's that 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 that's where we should be. All right, before we can move on to the next game here, I do see a question in the chat. We might as well get to this here right now before we close this one out with the last two. Charles asking. Any thoughts on Wall? Also, next coach fired. Was personally looking at Keefe plus 700. Don't know if he can survive another bad stretch of games. This isn't something we had necessarily 
talked about or had uh, prepared to talk about, but do either of you guys have any thoughts on the Islanders hiring Patrick Waugh? I will say from my perspective, I think that this is going to be kind of funny. I know Michael Leboff had kind of tweeted about it as well there, but like the idea of Lou and Patrick Waugh operating within the same organization under Lou's cone of silence, that's mm-hmm. going to be pretty funny to track and watch how that goes about uh, and how those two intermingle. But we'll start with Waugh. Any thoughts there on the hiring for the Islanders, whether it's like good hiring, bad hiring, or just no opinion at all? You, you well, first. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what I I I I love the move. Um, we've talked about the Islanders all season, right? Because um, they're a team that has kind of lost their identity, right? Um, they were they were supposed to be a defensive team, kind of grind teams out, fit, tough physical play, and they've been playing in in pond hockey most of the season, right? Um, and they're and and they're very poor defensively, so. When you've lost your identity and you can't do anything with the roster, like, I mean, you have to look at the coach, right? Um, now, long term, um, this will be a highly combustible situation, right? But we we don't care about the long term right now with this team, right? They're, um, they're, they're built to possibly do something now. And if they can't do anything now, then the long term doesn't matter anyways. Then you deal with that down the road. So um, I think for now... Um, it's a good hire. Um, let's see what if he brings that energy or some sort of fire back into this team because they they do, they haven't shown any of it, right? So um, yeah, we'll see. I I, I like the move. Um, I don't know what else they could have done. You can't just just like the older situation, right? You can't flip the whole roster. So um, let's let's try to bring in some new people and see if they can if 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 they can re-energize the team. What are yeah. your thoughts on this, Alex? Yeah, and I guess, you know, like I said, when I first looked at it, I, I thought it was kind of a crazy move because we've been talking about one of the things with the Islanders that they've been doing differently this year compared to the last five, six, even ten years is playing bad defense. And when you think about Patrick Watt's three-year tenure in Colorado, uh, defensive stability was not something amongst it. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, that being said, you know, he said you got to kind of take a step back and look, okay, this isn't a long-term hire. This is definitely an interim, like you said, kick the can around, get things rolling, and, and, and get something shaken up uh, there in Long Island. And, and that's what this move is, is clearly predicated on. So you're going to see the new coaching bump. We already saw that with the nice 3-2 overtime win last night uh, against Dallas. But like I said, long-term, this is going to, going to get worse and worse. And if things don't improve right away, if there isn't that big coaching bump, and let's say this team only wins say, two of the next six games, uh, then do we start seeing, you know, things go off the tracks right away or, or, or what? So uh, it, it's an interesting move. It's a it's a gutsy move. I don't really know if it's going to work out for the Islanders, to be honest. But uh, like I said, you had to do something. And, and, you know, I'm sure down the line you're going to look at trying to maybe get uh, a coach like maybe uh, a Dean Evanston or somebody, someone more established that you can build something around long term. They want to get a guy in right before the camp and have all of their, you know, uh, uh, situations and philosophies kind of implemented. So, like I said, for the short term, it makes sense. It's a, you know, got the media's attention, got all of our attention. But uh, let's see if he gets the attention of those guys in the locker room. You know, the 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 other point on Wall here too is that um, Alex touched on it. Um, he wasn't known as a good like that. Those Colorado teams weren't weren't good defensive teams. The only 
my kind of re, uh, my rebuttal to that would be that um, at that time um, he was a trailblazer in in the sense of like the NHL coming like like everybody just pushing forward right and like he was he was kind of at like the at like the precipice of that right so he's the one that kind of pushed that forward so I think that um, um, and we saw right like his like influence shortly after right with like. With, with with like many other teams, just like goalies getting pulled early and, and some yeah, I'm just waiting. Things, so. Yeah, I'm 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 just waiting when um for when when he pulls when he pulls the goalie with like 12 minutes left. That's gonna blow people's <laughs> yeah. mind. Yeah, I, yeah, it'll be a fun situation to watch. At least uh, I'm looking forward to post game interviews. Um, whether or not he actually has the cone of silence, all that kind of stuff, it will be pretty exciting. I guess there was a second part to that question there. You guys can give thoughts on that quickly. But so money next coach fired market there as well. Uh, Charles saying they were looking at Keith plus 700. Would you get involved in this? You think that there's a path for this to happen? What are your thoughts on the next coach fired? Is there another person you might be looking at? I think that there is a path for Keith. My only, my only question and thought would be if they were going to do it, right? Why haven't they done it already? Right. Yeah. And, and, um, of course he's got that, um, he's, he's, he's got that contract extension and, and I don't know, like in, like, like in terms of money wise, um, Zach, you, you can speak to the logistics better than I can, but, um, my, yeah, my, my, my only question would be if they were going to do it, like why haven't it been, been, been done already? So that makes me think that, that they're probably writing the season out at least. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Also, there was a comment here from Rich, which I would probably agree with. Like, are they going to do this ahead of the All Star yeah, game? Yeah, no, totally. Good it's point. In Toronto here, probably yeah. not. So then, also again, it goes back to So Money's point. Okay, now you get through to February fifth, then of the All Star break, you come back. Now you have a bad week uh, after that. You're almost into March here. Are, like, are you going to fire them then? Like. It just kind of feels like it's that every day that passes makes it less and less likely that he gets uh, he gets let go. So that's that's the problem there. I don't know, Alex, if you're in same opinion, no. different opinion. I mean, I'm just looking. Like I said, yeah, it, it, this is awfully late for for a coaching move. So and and the names I'm seeing, that you know, the favorite right now at one place is Don Granado at plus one fifty. Uh, Pascal Vincent at, at eight to one. Those are guys I do believe will lose their jobs, but more than likely will be after the season ends. So I, I don't, I don't think there's any. And I, I dipped in this market a couple of times. Of course, I had uh, Dean Evison hoping to get twenty-eight to one, but then uh, when the change was made in Edmonton, I had to go and buy it back. Got plus four hundred. So uh, sometimes you just you know look at a name and you keep hammering it until the, the guy gets moved. But in this instance, this late in the year, I don't think any of these names get flipped. So I wouldn't be making a bet here in this market. All right, two games left here. We'll get to those. Uh, this next game, this is the this is this is the battle of the Monday Friday show here. I saw a quick comment <laughs> earlier. The hot chip challenge for tonight's game would have to be like four to one based on what we're getting on the odds here. You see <laughs> the Blackhawks rolling into Vancouver uh, plus three fifty. The Canucks hosting here tonight minus four fourteen, and a total right now currently sitting at six. Alex, take it away. What do you got here for tonight? What are your thoughts on this Blackhawks-Canucks game? Yeah, if we were doing the one-chip challenge bet, so many would have to find the hottest salsa in the world and then dip it in that as well uh, for this <laughs> one because the odds are just completely uh, skewed and with good reason. I mean, the, the Hawks, here's the thing. They're about to start this four-game road trip out west, and it's going to seem to 
us old school Hawks fans, like the old circus trips of back in the day. Those who don't know what the circus trip is, when the Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey Circus would come to town, usually around Thanksgiving time, because they always wanted to be in Chicago for Thanksgiving. That's another long tradition. Uh, so the Hawks would be on the road for about a week, almost sometimes two weeks. And they'd play, st- usually starting in Vancouver, and then they go through Western Canada, or then they start in Vancouver, and then go all the way down to California, and then bounce back up around. And these were dreadful trips, no matter how good or bad these teams were. There were just years where, back in the day, oh, you hope that they got a tie against somebody like San Jose or Vancouver. Uh, and, and outside of, you know, the glory years of, of 2008, 2009, 2010, when the Hawks were thoroughly kicking the ass of Vancouver in the playoffs year after year, uh, things, of course, shifted in 2011. And uh, now here we are where Vancouver's won 13 of the last 16 meetings against the Hawks. And chances are they put the screws to them tonight. So I'm going to go Canucks team total. Uh, I saw over four and a half at plus money over at Pinnacle. Um, I'll obviously be looking for some other prices here in this nation, but uh, anything four and a half, I, I definitely like this. I see Canucks can name their score, and I have trouble seeing them scoring less than five goals. So, Okay, so we'll go the uh, Canucks team total over four and a half plus 147 on Pinnacle. Alex, before we uh, give it to so money and see what his thoughts are, uh, half unit, full unit, what was the uh, – Yeah, this program? would be a half unit play. Half unit on the Canucks team total there over four and a half. So money, I'm sure you like hearing that Alex's perspective on what your Canucks might be able to do here tonight, especially name your name your score, name your number. What are your thoughts on this game, and uh, are you kind of in the same page as Alex? I actually don't like hearing Alex's thoughts here because um, it, <laughs> it, it, it kind of gives me some pause here because um, I do like the under in this game, um, but of course, like Alex is more dialed in with. Um, with the Hawks and kind of what they're what what they'll be giving up here. So I think for the Canucks, um, there is a possibility that we'll see Casey DeSmith in net. Um, once that happens, the market will adjust like they always do, and they'll over adjust because Casey DeSmith is not as bad as people want him to be, or that or or that they think he is. So um, that's the reason why I haven't bet the under yet. Um, because I'm waiting for Casey DeSmith. Um, that's going to push the total up. I don't know if we'll get a um, if we'll get a if we'll get a six and a half. But if Casey DeSmith is confirmed, we'll get a nice plus money under six. Um, in terms of the Canucks scoring, yes, Alex is right. They can they can probably name their score. But what I also see in this team is that when they have kind of poor defensive efforts like they did against Toronto, they they generally like to come out the next game. And this is this is Tocket's MO, right? He's he's been very open and clear about this, where he where the team likes to clamp it down. And a lot of times that adversely affects their their um their their offensive output as uh, as well. But we're talking about the Hawks here, right? So like even if even if they are kind of slowing down offensively against the Hawks, like, is it out of the realm of possibility that they're going to score four or five goals, right? Could this be a 5-1 game? Like, yeah, it could be, yeah. right? So right. Um, that the, that that does cause me cause me concern. I'm assuming Morazic is a net, um, which even though he's he's maddening sometimes, um, he is the better, clearly the better option. So um, I'm waiting to see where, where we get to um, if – if the Smith is confirmed, um, obviously, if it is Demko, then 
I think the under makes more sense right now. But I do have a sneaking suspicion here that we're going to see Casey DeSmith in net. So that's the reason why it doesn't make sense to to uh, make this bet right now. But um, give me a plus money six once the market overreacts to to um, to a uh, DeSmith and 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 I'll be there. I will plus say one thing. Six. Five nothing oh. game here tonight. <laughs> I will say one thing regarding with the Hawks lineup. Uh, Nick Felino is on this trip and should be back in the lineup, moving to the top line uh, for the forwards and in the power play. So that's something to keep a look for for a team that's had literally nobody who could score right now. Nick Felino's literally <laughs> leaps and bounds the best scoring option on, on the team uh, with be starting and back in the lineup tonight. All right, well, one more game here to get to for tonight. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm hearing the same things here from Moretto. Producer Jason looking at Sharks minus one and a half, Hawks minus one and a half parlay. So we're not going to track it here, but uh, just in case, just remember that Jason is looking at that one. Uh, now, final game of the night is the LA Kings hosting San Jose Sharks. LA minus 370, the Sharks plus 327. Again, another total of six here. So, Money, what are your thoughts on these uh, LA Kings? You you took them over from Matt Russell, who said that he didn't want them anymore after what they did to us on Tuesdays. Uh, can you get behind them at all here tonight at this minus three seventy? I mean, minus three seventy with a with a Riddick in net. That's a that's that's a tough ask here, right? Um, I think that um, we are. I don't I, I don't blame the Kings coaching staff here right like we know that um the way that Talbot started the year that was that was unsustainable we see him kind of hit the wall and um Riddick has it just it just seems stupid to say it but like he he's played well the last couple of games right um and uh, and and now they're they're probably going to be they're probably going to be riding him so yeah i mean i'm not going to be laying this this kind of price on on Riddick and Ned. Um, I'm not going to be getting involved with the Sharks right now. So, um, because I do feel that the Kings, again, they're probably like just getting some consistent goaltending away from, from, from vaulting up there into, in, into elite status. So um, I will, I will pass on this game, but um, I can't, um, I can't, I, I can't justify anything here. <laughs> Fair enough. Alex, anything for you here? Yeah, I'm sure Rob Blake's just got to be on the phone every single day trying to yeah. find some relief for some goaltending because you can't just keep riding David Riddick right now uh, or, or at any point, honestly. You, you, you need some help fast. That being said, this is a clear stay away from games. No way I'm laying any of these crazy prices with this Kings team right now. That's been pretty abysmal. They should be able to get the off the schneid and get the win here, but not, not worth uh, jumping in with any money. All right, fair enough. Well, that'll do it for today's picks. Uh, to recap here, you can also find all, all of our bets, the entire uh, show catalog that we've had over the course of the season or dating back to last year as well. You can find that in the BetStamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ, so make sure to check that out. But for today's picks, over six games, we covered all of them here. We do have a bunch of bets. Stick with us because we do have half units, full units, so we'll break those down here as well. But we're going to start first and foremost in the Vegas, New Jersey game where we have two bets for half unit on the regulation time draw plus 333. As well, we're going to take the Vegas Golden Knights money line plus 109 for a full unit there. Then we're going to go to the Boston Winnipeg game. We're taking the Bruins money line minus 130 full unit on that. Then in the Panthers Predators game, splitting this one up half unit on each 
First period over one and a half minus 119 half unit. And then the game total over six minus 106 between Florida and Nashville there as well. Another half unit. And the final bet of the night. The battle of Alex and so money. The Monday Friday show. The Canucks. The Blackhawks. We're going to take the Canucks team total over four and a half plus 147 for a half unit there as well. Plenty of action on the ice here tonight. We do appreciate everyone who tuned into the show. Thank you so much for the support as always. Thanks for getting us to 2,000 subscribers, 2,000 followers on the Bet Stamp app. The support for the show continues to be incredible. We do appreciate all of that. So thanks to everyone who tuned in here today. If you haven't already, hit that like button, subscribe here to the channel. If you listen back on podcasts, we do have a big podcast audience as well. Subscribe, rate, review. We appreciate that. So thanks to everyone who tuned in here today. Alex, so money. Thank you guys for taking the time to do this. We hit 2,000. February 15th, the stream of myself wearing a Habs jersey will be coming up. The Leafs lost to the Canucks. The stream of me eating this hot chip will be coming up here at some point this week. Poor Zach. Just an incredible month ahead, but uh, wow. amazing. Amazing stuff. Thank you guys for the support. Thanks for tuning in here today. We look forward to seeing all of you guys back here tomorrow morning at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets.